Son and Kane are put on ice. Or snow. Welcome back to episode 233 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. We're recording a bit earlier this week. It's Sunday the 28th of November 2021. The Man United-Chelsea game finished probably about an hour ago. And this week it's a little bit different because of these tight turnarounds. It's going to be me and Josh today. So just me and Josh. How was your game week? Evening, mate. Um, it was all right. Um, tiny red arrow. Um, so I got 53 points. Um, yeah, not, not not the best game week, but it you know could have been worse. Just um, one of those where it felt today almost as if uh, it was all out of our control. And, um, you know, just just good to escape from the game week without a huge red arrow, really, because I felt like it was it all kind of become a little bit luck, not skill. And there was games getting postponed and, and whatnot. How about yourself? It was a bit of a weird game, week, wasn't it? Um, I mean, my, mine wasn't much better. I'm th- I think I got 54 points and a very, very small red arrow down to 26. Yeah, down to 26K after auto subs. Um, so yeah, not not amazing. It was looking pr- quite promising yesterday, um, until you know the Spurs pos- postponement, for example. Um, did you did you do any moves going into the week? Because I know when we were recording, God, when we were recording, I guess it was this time last week um, when we were recording. Monday, and you, we were all going to roll, weren't we? And Captain Salah. Yeah, and then Ben Chilwell got injured, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> I had the exact money to do Chilwell to James, and it felt like the easiest transfer I'll make all season uh, how about yourself um yeah so I had to get rid of Chilwell too obviously I already had James so I went went to Alonso I, th- I felt like it seemed like quite an obvious move like from from my structure I guess the other option would have been I could have gone to Rudiger or Diaz but I, could, I couldn't turn down yeah. Alonso it just looks not very, like a not very you uh move that would it be to uh, Diaz or Rudiger yeah, I could I couldn't resist Alonso. I know I know there were some people trying to not scaremonger, but you know there were some people saying maybe Alonso won't play left back. But I was one of them, mate. To be honest, I mean, I I, I just felt like we had options, and you know, interesting to see who he put there. I'm still amazed that Aspilicueta is just not getting anywhere near the team at the moment. It's just crazy. Um, Chalaba's playing every game. Um, and, you know, it feels like that back three is actually a bit a bit more settled than it's been. You know, I think he's played Rudiger, Thiago and Chalaba for the last three games in all competitions, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I just feel like he I, I thought that he would have prioritised getting Azpilicueta on the pitch a bit more, but clearly not. Clearly prefers the left footer. And a bit more of a natural left wing back in in Alonso. I know you're quite set on this three at the back after we had that conversation last week. Mm. Um, would Alonso be someone you're looking at in the coming weeks, coming up to Christmas, or is he just going to be one you're just going to go without? I don't have two free transfers, and mm. I've got nothing in the bank, so it'd be a hit to get him in. I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't say he's someone that I'm looking at, but I wouldn't say he's not. You know, he's he's, he's not in my thoughts at all. I think. When Chilwell got injured, I think the four at the back weakened because um, I think Trent Cancelo, James Chilwell was the absolute obvious locked in back four. Like there was mm-hmm. no doubting who were the best back four. And it almost was making all the other defender picks just not even relevant in the game, really not even worth speaking about. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like now. There's, there's people that would say Alonso's an upgrade in Chilwell um, because he's got, you know, some better attacking stats and whatnot, but I think he's a downgrade. I think that he's not as nailed. I think that he's one game away from getting dropped mm. at any point because he's Alonso and we know that he's an absolute liability sometimes. And while, yes, from an FPL perspective, he is, you know, a bit of a god amongst the FPL community, but he's still, in football terms, a a very, very average player playing in a team who are top of the league. And I think with a a manager like Tuchel, it only takes one one bad game, one bad mistake, you know, um, and and he'll be be out of the team. 
Um, and I think, you know, it, 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 the difference between having Chilwell there and having him there is, uh, is, is quite big. Um, I feel like really now that Chill was injured and, and it's Alonso, I feel like if you're going to go for a second defender for Chelsea alongside James, I think it's a lot closer between Rudiger and Alonso than it was between Rudiger and Chilwell. Um, I think that, um, Obviously, we're in a congested fixture period now as well. And like I said, there's lots of options there. So I would expect there to be more rotation with it being Alonso than there would have been it being Chilwell. Um, Because I felt like the James and Chilwell were like at the top of their games, probably the best that both of them had ever been playing and almost undroppable. Whereas I don't feel that that will be the case with with Alonso, and I might be proven completely wrong because there's no other options there in terms of a natural left wing back. But I think there's lots of options that aren't natural there. Like I mentioned, you know, the likes of Hudson Odoi, Azpilicueta, um, even Pulisic, um, even Sol Niguez. But I don't think those two are really options. I think it's only as Azpilicueta and Hudson Odoi probably the only two realistic options that would play there. Rudiger did hit the bar today. Um, I think it was a really good save in the first half from from De Gea. So he's still got, obviously, some threat. But when you actually look at the expected data, he's nowhere near someone like Alonso. And I just find it so fun watching Alonso play. You know, there was a few moments he he was very far forward. You know, he got on the edge of the six-yard box a couple of times. He almost linked up with – Reese James whipped one in. And, I mean, it was a poor finish from Alonso. Um, But, I mean, that would have been – quite sweet but i guess a lot of people are probably quite set on their back their back lines at the moment um you know, we spent a lot of time talking about it last week we um, do and i've spent a lot of transfers on it this season yeah. um, but i'm at i'm at a point of trent cancello james um and you know they're the best three and i'm, I'm happy with it as it is you know and the thing is as well like i said in the in the pod last week is is that when you've got white and Livermento as the other two there's not really an issue there. They're two players who are solid, play every game, nailed as nailed could be. They they alternate really well. They're very cheap. Um, and I kind of feel like, you know, like I said last week, um, that my priority is getting players who play in some of the attacking positions who can actually score some points. Because, you know, another week really with frustrating returns from the attackers. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, Joe, I was going to say, which which players are these? Because the only one is Jota, who you don't have at the moment. At the moment, yeah. It, it's about getting on the front foot, though, because, like I said, the, the defenders at the moment is a trend. It's a trend in FPL. And mm. there's many, many trends in a season. And, um, you know, football is football. You know, you're always going to go through a season where midfielders and, and forwards score and assist more goals than defenders. Right now, in this short window that we're looking at, and this is not game week one to game week 13, this is this is probably the last four or five game weeks maybe, um, that's been the trend. Now, the trend will change, and, you know, who, who knows what the next trend around the corner is, you know? It could be that, actually, we all need five in midfield. It actually could be all oh, the you know the premium strikers who now at the moment are looking like no goes apart from obviously Vardy who, who did well today. I was but say the top ten, the top ten strikers. Um, Vardy's the only premium player in there. Yeah, but I do think there's a yeah there's a bit of a caveat there in terms of like you know what's happened with Lukaku's injury, Kane being having a bit of a sort of weird start to the season and and, and whatnot. But I feel like you know. There was a period after game week four when Lukaku had hit a brace against Villa and Ronaldo hit a brace against Newcastle where, where it was looking like, oh my God, it's all about the, the premium strikers. And admittedly, it was pretty much one game week and that was it. But there could still be a point in our seasons where we, we feel like, oh my God, we need two of them. We need Kane. He's absolutely on fire you know, Ronaldo with the Man United fixture swing, you know, Chelsea's, uh, you know, fixtures look good from like 16 onwards. Lukaku, once he's back to full fitness, 
you know, there is also still Vardy. Um, yeah, I was going to say, do you not feel that way about Vardy now? Or is this going to be something that's going to build up game, over a few game weeks? one game of doing well. Well, no. this is what I mean. Like, when do you, you say about a trend, but let's say Vardy now scores a brace in his next game. And then in his next game, then you might start looking towards Vardy. But it's always going to be some way off, isn't it? Until this new trend thing, emerges, if it the does. The thing with me, with Leicester, I've never been a big Leicester fan when it comes to FPL, as, as I've said before, in terms of picking their players. And um, Mahrez and Vardy were the, the reason for my worst worst season ever. Um, and the thing for me was, you never know the formation and the team that Brendan Rodgers is going to put out. And Vardy, when Barnes is playing, and he's playing as that as that focal point up front, um, up front on his own, is for me ten times the the, the FPL pick than when he's playing in a two with Ianacho. And but all you need is one bad result, and yep, Brendan Rodgers is going to flip it to Ianacho being in. And they're going to play two up front, and then one bad result, and it goes back to Barnes, and 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 you never know when he's going to change that. And I feel like I can't sit on a player who's like ten million, not knowing what sort of threat he is each week. Whereas you look at like, you know, even though they're more expensive, but you look like a, a Lukaku, a Kane, Ronaldo, pretty much you know what you're getting. And right now they've not been producing on what. You know, on, on their price tag, but oh. we know that there are going to be points this season. Like the season is still young; we're not even halfway there yet. And you know, I, I'm still a little bit think I think the jury's still a little bit out on Ronaldo. It'd be very interesting to see what Ranić does there. But I think I think well, Kane, after being benched today, yeah, yeah, I think Kane will have his time. I, wouldn't, I actually thought it might have even been today against Burnley. I wouldn't be surprised if it was against Brentford, you know. Um, and I think Lukaku, when he gets back up to speed, the way that, you know, Reese James is putting balls into the box at the moment, um, get Mount back up to speed. So I think, yeah, I, I just think trends will change. Um, you know, there's, there's other players that can emerge as well. The likes of KDB. You know, he's he's not going to be quiet all season. No way. But a player just, of that it, level. It, I, I do get what you're saying. It just feels like something that's going to be some way off. Like, this isn't just going to change, like, in one game week. It's not going to change in two game weeks. This is going to be something that's it's probably going to be after Christmas. Like you said, Ronaldo was benched today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we can't really judge Kane because, obviously, it was unfortunate that game was called off because of the snow in Burnley. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like something. So, let's take my formation, for example. I'm playing this 4-5-1. Um, with either Antonio or Puki up front. Yeah. It, it feels like it's going to be some weeks until I'm going to be like, and it's only a maybe, that I'm going to be like, oh my God, I need to get Kane in. Oh my God, I need to get Ronaldo in. But you, this week, mm-hmm. what did your back four score you? It's a bit, it's a bit raw still. Um, but no, I mean, but be honest. If, if I'd had, let me see. So I had five five midfielders. Obviously, two of them two of them didn't play. Um, in Son, Son and Foden, for example. I don't really see who I, who I could have had to you know that would have scored more. Like Cancelo was unlucky. You know, City conceded in what was it the 95th minute. Yeah, but what um, I mean and United why... looked awful in that first half, and it was only a mistake by Jorginho. That was the only reason that United even scored. Yeah, but you and... could you could you could make excuses for every player, couldn't you? I mean, if Son turned up, he could have banged. This, yeah, this no, week, that's true. It's know, true. I just don't think it's going to change. Foden, you know, I think it's a really good like point you're making about the premium strikers and you know not being too boxed in. It's not even it's not happen. even just the premium strikers. Like it's it's just it's just the whole the whole picture. Like the whole picture is yes. I mean the Chelsea wingbacks have been an absolute unstoppable force in recent weeks. You know, I think we knew Trent and Cancelo's potential even at the start of the season. I think all we questioned was Cancelo's um, minutes and how and how nailed he was. Um, but, you know, I just think that, you know, yes, there's been weeks as, as you're having you're having a great season, mainly because you had that back before before it was the template. Right. Mm-hmm. And that and that and that's great. And, and, and fair you. play. <laughs> what, he, he only got eight. He only got eight of his points, and that was off your bench. That was the um, best eight points, though. <laughs> but 
your you, you know your season is you, you you've rocketed up the ranks because you had that Trent Cancelo Chilwell James before it was the template and it's about getting on the next template before it's the template. No, I agree, I agree with that completely. And what I'm saying is is I'm, I'm not saying that anyone sat there with two Chelsea defenders, Trent and Cancelo. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do. I'm not saying you should get off of it. I'm just saying those that aren't on that, like myself, is that the move? No. I feel like you're behind the times. And I feel like... But what if that is... Because obviously you're saying that things could change, but what if things don't change? Because, I mean, obviously so I had the awful season that... last year and I guess I was hoping things would change. Like Bruno would stop scoring penalties. Dallas would stop scoring, you know, it felt like every week. Jesse Lingard would stop scoring every week. And I almost felt I was not being reactive enough. And I know something you, I, th- I think it was you anyway, Josh, was saying you were going to try and be more reactive to things. Fickle, yeah. Fickle, fickle. basically, yeah. More but fickle. obviously reacting to something that's I'm, happening, I'm not to something always... that might happen. I always doubt. I always doubt what's happening. Oh, he can't keep that. He can't. He can't sustain. And that's it. what I did. And it stung me last year. Performing his stats on mm-hmm. matching his output. Blah blah blah. Um, but essentially, what I'm getting from you is that you're saying you're going to you're saying that is is, is Salah's going to be the top scorer in the game, and after that, it's going to be four defenders. I think actually, yeah, probably. And I, and, and and right now, I think we'll see the biggest scoring season from defenders obviously we know the heights that Trent and Robbo have hit in previous years but will we see let's say three four defenders hit 200 points each I think we could potentially see that but there will be attackers that it's not about the attack so let's let's just let's just pick some examples out right yeah so 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 Trent Cancelo James right so and Van Dyke, who's fourth, who's crept up there without anyone even noticing. Um, he's now ahead of of, of Rudiger. Um, but yeah, just take Trent Cancelo James, for example, right? Arguably the three best defenders in the game. So Trent 88 points, Cancelo 80, James 76. It's not see what what my argument is is I'm not saying that those three won't be very high scoring at the end of the season. But you're only getting, let's say, James, right? So James is on 76. Let's say he finishes on 206, which would be an absolutely incredible season, right? You're only getting 130 points from now until the end of the season, right? And what I'm saying is, is there an attacker that you look at who's massively underperformed this season, right? And I know, you know, the argument is Kane's a lot more expensive, but let's say Kane got, 130 points now he'd be on 159 for the season which would be absolutely horrendous by his standards you know it's it's, it's little things like that as in like it, it's not about you're not you're not looking and trying to predict now oh who's going to be the top scoring players in the game by the end of the season you're almost now looking at it going who is going to score the most points now between game week 14 and game week 38 not necessarily the whole course of the season because of course you know Trent, Cancelo and James are already very high up there and in the top you know five six players in the game it's, it, and what I'm saying is it, it's and and and, I'm, and yes you're looking at them and you're going well, well how are they going to slow down but it's 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 that other players will pick up midfielders will pick up forwards will pick up they have to because it's football and it, it, the game is not going to be dominated by defenders for the rest of the season. The game is being dominated by defenders at right at this moment. The other small point on it, I mean, irrelevant of what I was saying about your back four and, and my and my defence as well this 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 week. You know, your your back four scored what nine nine one one two? Is that right? Um, I think so. I think so. So, so not yeah. you know going nine, one one two and then Livramento got zero off the bench. Yeah. Exactly. So going into the game week, you'd be pretty, pretty like disappointed with that, of course. Right. And for me, it's it's it's, you know, you've got to also remember Christmas is a time where you normally see less clean sheets. Um, It's normally a time where there's a lot of goals, high scoring games. um, And 
yeah, I just I just feel like it's just a trend and it's just, just a very strong trend. But I get what you're saying, but I just don't feel like you're giving any names because you can't because there's no one performing. Like, I mean, let's say Alonso was nailed for the rest yet. of the season. Do we you actually know. think that Kane outscores Alonso if Alonso was nailed from now until the end of the season? Because I couldn't see it nailed, right now. Though. He's not nailed. It, but if, if he was nailed. But it's not, it's not, it's not. He's because not obviously the second he becomes not nailed. He's not going to play every game week, is he? The second he becomes not nailed, you can obviously replace him. Yeah, but the reason the reason why you buy Kane is because he's a ninety minute man who takes penalties. You don't captain him, the... and I like Kane. You know I like Kane, but you yeah. don't captain him. Who Kane? Kane. Right now, right yeah. now, right now. You're talking about in, in 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 on reflection of the last thirteen game weeks, right? But that, that's partly scores, based on, on Salah and Trent as well. The reason yeah. you wouldn't captain Kane. Salah, really? But why why Trent? Well, I'd captain Salah, Trent. At the moment, I'd captain Jota. I'd captain them all ahead of ahead of Kane. And I know you've, we've been highlighting that that Norwich fixture. We're probably getting too far ahead of ourselves here, but we've been highlighting that Norwich fixture. Norwich look good now, but the, Brentford, based Brentford, on the last couple of, the, couple of games. For Kane, way better than the, the Norwich fixture, I think. I think that Brentford have lost some key players. Obviously, their goalkeeper. Um, they actually looked a lot more solid today. But they were playing Everton without Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin. Um, you know, they they lost to to. Well, I mean, in, in in their three games before that, Brentford. I mean, they conceded three goals against Burnley, two goals against Norwich, and three goals against Newcastle. In potentially three of their best fixtures of the whole season, you know. Um, so All right, well, let, let's let's save that. We'll do the captaincy chat at the end, actually, because that, that that's going to be interesting. Because obviously, I haven't asked you who you're going to who you're going to be captaining. So, <laughs> well, I haven't got Kane. So, surprise, surprise, you know, shock horror. Oh, don't don't it's spoil not- it. We'll see. Maybe you're going to do a hit for Kane. Um, <laughs> but we're we're gonna so we're gonna aim to have this podcast short as well, um, shorter than normal. So you've got time to listen to it, obviously, before the next deadline. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple of things um, before we go for a really really early piss break. Um, so I was speaking to the Iceman earlier. Um, we're going to be doing a Patreon pod. He's, he wants to do an Iceman's quiz. Um, so that's going to be in, in the next couple of weeks. And a message to all our Patreons and people in our Slack channel. Um, Iceman, again, he's setting up a competition. So it's basically, I believe it's going to be a knockout competition, um, like a Champions League format. £50 to the winner. And, you know, if you want to get involved, just go on the Slack channel, check your messages on, on Patreon, um, and you can be entered into that as well. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, that's really strange doing doing that piss break after about twenty minutes. Um, but we're going to go straight into some questions. So we had some pretty good questions this week on Twitter. So thank you everyone for those. Um, we we'll start with the question from um, Michael Lund. Michael's asked, "Can you guys bring back the discussion on Benteke? Is he a go or a no go?" I mean, Josh, obviously Benteke, he's actually been doing. Obviously, he blanked this game week, but he's actually been putting up some pretty good numbers over the last mm. few weeks and palace until yesterday have been looking you know pr- pretty good um so what are you thinking is someone like ben teke someone you'd you'd consider yeah he's in my thoughts definitely okay. um i think he is um value at the moment um and this game is all about value right um you know there's arguments yeah. <laughs> there's arguments that we've got more money than we need at the moment because there's not premiums that are scoring, um, you know, the points they should be, as as we were discussing earlier, I guess. Um, but the, you've always got to get as much value you can out of your out of your team um, and trim off um, trim off the fat off of players who aren't value. Um, and right now, a player like Antonio. I'd say isn't value. He isn't proving value at the moment. Um, he's 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 not he's not scoring the points. He's he's blanking a fair amount. Fixtures aren't amazing, um, and also 
he's not looking as fit as he was previously in you know at the start of the season. I think someone like Ben Teke, um, you know, is putting up good stats. He's playing for a team who are looking a lot better than last season, a lot more tacking. I think that um, Vieira is getting a tune out of him, and yeah, I think he's. I think he's a he's he's an, he's an interesting pick, and he's it's almost a bit like Lingard from last season. Um, in that he's, he's a very unfashionable pick because yeah. he's he's almost a bit of a joke player. Um, as bad as it sounds, he, he's a player that you know. Oh God, I couldn't put Ben Teke in my FPL team, but actually the same with Lingard. There's there's a good player underneath there, and you know, Ben Teke Aston Villa was absolutely unplayable at times. He was. I mean, obviously going going back of. Back a back a fair chunk of time now. A fair chunk of time, um, but it's you know th- th- that player is always still there, you know. And I think the same with with Lingard. Lingard had some amazing times um, over the years at course. United, you know, and and that's obviously what we saw last season. He's an he's an interesting pick because obviously Palace do have good fixtures. I mean, one of their best fixtures was that Villa at home home one that's just gone. But they still mm-hmm. do have you know a fair few, even though you know they've got Leeds away next, then United away, Everton and Southampton and Watford. Um, it's it's a pretty good run. I just I think there's better options okay. like in that in that budget budget kind of area. Go on. Um, Tony's probably not one. He only had one shot today. I think his um, that was the penalty, and his apparently his non-penalty xG was zero point zero zero. It's great, isn't it? I love that. Yeah, I love yeah, that being a Tony owner. I like being on the right side did. of variance. Yeah, um, that was definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, right him being on penalties, variance. you know, that is part of his value. So Tony is value. Um, but he's probably not he, putting up the actual attacking stats you'd expect. I his, think, his attacking stats aren't the worst, though. Like, I mean, that's pretty damning, 0.00. I think today, his, um, most of his threat in recent weeks has actually been creative. Um, yeah, for for a guy actual, the what, what you'd expect. Mm. Um, but I think there's two players. Because um, Josh King, he's got tough fixtures. Well, obviously, he was mentioned... He was mentioned last week. He does have Chelsea and Man City next, but then the fixtures do lighten up a bit after that. And he took a penalty today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we mentioned, he might. So that's good. He's one to look toward down the line. And you know what? You know, I'm going to say Pookie. Um, he was unlucky not to score um, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the game yesterday. Norwich, apparently, you know, Norwich looked incredible. They actually looked like they were trying. A lot of their fans were saying they were trying, which they haven't seen <laughs> for a while. Yeah. So... I'm happy with Pookie. And I mean, they've got Newcastle next, Newcastle away. Yeah, I think, um, think LaSalle's suspended, Richie's suspended. So I think Richie's um, a bad thing for you there. But yeah, LaSalle's is, uh, is a decent defender. Well, some some Newcastle fans were saying LaSalle's being suspended is a, is a good thing. But I mean, losing two players in that defence. And he yeah. scored, I mean, I remember last time Norwich from the Prem, he scored a hat-trick. Um, obviously, that was at Carrow Road, not away. Um, there's a, there's a lot of cheap options. I think Against that's why Newcastle. I'm a little bit anti. Was that, was that was that the game game week two when in, uh, they first came into the Premier League? It was, yeah. Was it? You yeah. had him captain that week, didn't you? I remember. Yeah. You, uh... <laughs> Did you know what? I didn't I didn't want to mention that again. Well, I know you know, get annoyed when I mentioned it. You, you gave me ten quid before the pod to, uh, to mention <laughs> that. So uh, um, yeah. yeah, just I mean, yeah, he, you know, there are some nice budget options there at the moment, mm. and. Again, it's it's one of those things of like, well, you don't need the money at the moment, but is it not quite nice to get some nice budget picks in now and free some money up so when there are some opportunities that come along further down the line, you've got it there ready and waiting, you know. Um, there is a decent uh, fixture swing in 16. Obviously, United have got a new manager. They they are the biggest fixture swing in 16 right now. None of their none of their players are looking like options. But I feel like yeah, if you, you know if you're looking at the stats for the last six game weeks, the top four strikers for attempts are Benteke, King, Adam Armstrong, and Tony. Um, you know, and and similarly when you're looking at shots in the box, I mean Ronaldo's in there, but it's Benteke, King, Tony. And then big chances, it's King, um, Benteke, and then Aubameyang. But it's you know it's it's. I think I think there's the values there. I think yeah, what you said about King's fixtures is the issue. The next two are horrible, 
Um, but yeah, Benteke. But he could be so someone like King. Obviously, you've got Wilson, for example. You could move That's someone right. like Wilson when his fixtures turn on onto King, and it's yeah. pretty nice. Pretty nice little swing there. I mean, I know not many people have Wilson because um, that Wilson was a very short term, a very short term, wasn't it? He was a four to five game week move, mm. and he was a typical example of right where I where can I find a differential with good fixtures? Who's got some upside? Who's a proven FPL asset? Who's nailed? Who can actually break up the template a little bit? Um, and yeah, it's gone brilliantly so far. <laughs> and he's he, it's actually quite a perfect time to mention this, not to to wind you up, um, but he's one one more yellow card over this busy Christmas period, and he gets suspended. Um, I'm just so, so pleased he didn't get against Arsenal because yeah. I've got such a horrendous history of Callum Wilson, and I went back there again, and it's already uh, not working out too well. But hey ho, we've got the we've got the next two at home to Norwich for sure, and then yep. if he doesn't if he doesn't get booked at home to Burnley as well um but yeah i think i think you know there's there's some good options there i think that yeah and like i say it's good now to trim the fat and get the money in the bank because who knows you might want bruno in game week 16 or or you might want kane yeah i mean you you uh, really want that to be a thing don't you which is, do. which is which is fair enough ga- but let's be honest right the game is is stale at the moment I don't know no. if it is stale, but I guess it depends which which side of the fence you lay on. And I find it really interesting, actually. All these cheap strikers, a lot of them are on penalties. Like you mentioned Wilson, we mentioned Pookie, we mentioned Tony um, King. They're all on penalties as well, which gives them like incredible value. I know there's not as many um, there's not as many penalties yeah. as we had, you know, particularly like do you remember when we started doing the pod at um, the start of last season? There was like seemed to be about ten penalties every weekend. Penalty FC. Yeah, um, no, but it, I think. Um, you know, it, it it will you know should get you a few goals. Almost. Yeah, you can have like today where Tony had zero point zero zero expected goal involvement and he gets you know nine points. Yeah, exactly. And I remember and... Vardy doing it once. He had zero point zero zero and scored two penalties against West Brom. So <laughs> it's a bonus. It is still a bonus having penalties. And I I think there is an argument. You could go like Josh King, Pookie, and Tony up front as your front three and rotate them in and out based on fixtures. And until something big changes, like you're predicting or or looking forward to, um, you could literally stay with them. I mean, obviously you might have some bench points here and there, but yeah, I, I think the thing is if you've got Sun in midfield, you can always get to can always get to a premium striker as well. That's that's the, that's the, the thing, that's and it's the actually kind of why I like Antonio because Antonio, if you have like Antonio and Son, you can always look to you know downgrade Son and upgrade Antonio mm-hmm. swiftly. Um, if, if need be because while I like Antonio I like his fixtures you know he's one of the ones not actually on penalties um, you like you know, if, we, if we're going to be discussing that but yeah um, brilliant question let's let's move on because we're obviously trying to do a, a shorter episode if if possible um, but I'm enjoying this something a bit different but um, so, we had a question from Ryan mm-hmm. and Ryan appears to not have Cancelo or Jota so I mean you you have you don't have Jota actually, but if you didn't, what would your priority be? Um, probably Cancelo, because I think he's more nailed at the moment. I think Jota's nailed because Firmino's out, but you know that an Origi or a Minamino is going to pop up at some point in the next few game weeks, wouldn't you thought? Potentially. I mean, Jota's a weird one because he always seems to, or generally he seems to get sub- subbed early, even when... You know, he could be nailed in the first team, but he's still prone to these, you know, earlier substitutions. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the reason reason behind that. Um, I, I, I think, actually I mean, think, though... City's fixtures are amazing. I'd, I'd want, I think amazing. I agree with you, though. I'd want Cancelo because you're going to keep probably keep that Cancelo... If you don't keep him the whole season, it'll be most of the season. Yeah. Um, whereas Jota, I feel... I mean, really, I'd want, I'd want both. Mm. Like, and that's what... I got rid of Tony and Bremo last week because I was so desperate to get Jota, you know, last week. Um, I think they were great moves. Transfers it, to get him. it gave you a bit more balance in your squad because you lost your you lost your eighth attacker. Well, do you know what? And that's what's funny. Well, it's not funny. Um, it's actually cost me this week because I have, you know, I got Livramento zero coming off the bench. Um, so the second I yeah, used... But, but who um, didn't, right? This week, pretty much who didn't. Like most people had... I mean, I'd have I'd have had um, Tony coming off the bench if I'd not done the Jota move. So I'm still glad I brought Jota in, but it actually that move, the way I did it, 
I mean, if I just done Foden to Jota, for example, last week, yeah. But... In hindsight, that would that would have been better because I'd have had a bench. I'd have had Tony coming off the bench for nine points or mm. whoever. I just think I just think like like Foden, for example. I've got Foden. Um, and... Actually, this this relates to sorry to interrupt you. So FPL Sponge actually asked, is Foden an easy hold or swap to Jota or best to have both? So this is a good time to talk about this actually think, with Foden. I think the latter, best to have both. I think. Um, City's fixtures are just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous for the rest of Christmas, really. Villa away, Watford away, Wolves at home, Leeds at home, Newcastle away, Leicester at home, Brentford away, Arsenal away. That is Christmas done. Mm. I mean, they're just incredible. Um, and I just feel like you sell a City asset, you're just going to want them back. Um like Foden, I mean, you know, in the sense that one that's more nailed, you would have thought. I, uh, I completely and, agree. And I just think, yeah, it's just, just stick with it. Like, yes, he's going to get rotated. Yes, there's going to be times where he doesn't start. But those, some of those fixtures, they could stick four or five past any of those, yep. some of those teams very easily. And I feel like, yes, with City, the goals are scattered a little bit more. But, just to have a ticket, really, to those goals, you know, other than just Cancelo, who is pretty much owned by most of the game now. Yeah, um, and it's been, it's been quite unlucky it. with with the, with, you know, because of the injuries. Because we were talking about, obviously, he he's nailed on, or as close to nailed on as you can get for a City player that isn't yeah. Cancelo or, or Edison, or maybe Diaz as well. Okay. Um, it's, it's just been really unlucky, ti- unlucky timing. And, mm. yeah, I've got no intention... Of, of selling Foden. No, if anything for me, I'd go to five in midfield and, 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 and have both. The other Yeah, which is what, what I've is, done, so I might be biased there, but Yeah. I I think I think five in midfield is wonderful because right now of the of, of the order of power in this game, it goes defenders, midfielders, strikers. Um you know, midfielders are, are are better than strikers, who are without doubt the weakest performers in this game comfortably at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing, caveat to that, is that you obviously, if you're going to go five in midfield, you're going to have a dead spot up front in a Keenan Davis. But I don't think it's a big deal as long as your oh, yeah, as long as your sub one and sub two are good. As in, like they, the, your sub one and sub two are good. They're nailed. They're going to play every game over Christmas. It covers you two bench spots. You, you're rarely going to go to your third one. And even so, like, I'm sat there with Sissoko. Like, what do you do? Like, he's hardly going to get much, is he really? Right. He's a holding Plus, midfielder. Broha played this week, um, five million. I've actually got enough money to do Davis up to Broha. And you could yeah. also play a four-five-one. Like, the strikers we just mentioned, you know, Pookie, Tony and King. You could play a four-five-one with those three up front comfortably. Yeah. Like no, really, I agree. Really I agree. comfortably. Yeah, I agree. And I think, yeah. like you said, but I tell you what, blimey, rotating the three of them when they're all on penalties could be a lot of heartbreak there. It's, no, it's a, it's a good problem to have. And it's it's funny, actually. It's every a good time problem I've... to have, but it, there's a lot of weeks where you could get it wrong. Obviously, you're going to pick yeah, it purely on It's fixture. nice having the decision instead of having the decision made for you because you're more in control. And I mean, with Pookie, I, I, every time I've started him, he hasn't scored. And every time I've benched him, he's scored. So I'm obviously not getting that right, but I like having the decision to make and it's it saves you transfers down the line. And if they you score, know. you you get price rises. Yeah. You're just a so, lucky FPL manager, mate, you know. <laughs> I, also wanted to say, I, th- I think a lot of people with Foden, I think because so- something I had early in the season was I, um, it wasn't as bad as what Mark Southern's had because he had Torres, but I sold Gundogan and Mahrez, um for a hit. And it cost me like 17 points, in, including that hit. City players are really hard to get off because you're always like one more week, one more week. So I guess some people have seen this niggle for Foden as like a an easy way to get out without being punished. I was um, shocked he wasn't in the squad today. Absolutely shocked. Same, same. And it'd be interesting. I don't know if there's been any comments um, since the game because obviously we've jumped on jumped on the pod. Um, but if I mean if Foden's out this week, I'm still going to keep him because oh, I've, I've got a bit of a bench headache anyway. Three of you was out this week, one million percent. But yeah, if there's some comments from Pep to for, say for Sponge, yeah, I mean with Sponge, yeah, I probably would. But then it, I might look at a weird way where you're bringing in 
Jota for Foden, but then I'll be looking at a way to get Foden back in for someone yeah. else. Maybe Son, if, if exactly. Sponge yeah, has Son. That's, that's the issue. Because and... I see, if I was ranking them, I'd have mm-hmm. Jota, Foden, then Son below them. I think those two are, I don't want to say essential, those two I'd rather have than Son right now. And I thought this before the game, this, before the snow this happened. this for me is why I quite like just leaving Jota at the moment, and that's my son exit route in two weeks' time. Because the next two, away to Everton, away to Wolves, they're not bad fixtures, but they're not incredible. And right now, I can't see a Sun replacement. So I quite like just leaving it. And then that's my Sun replacement in two weeks' time. And if Sun, if Jota outscores Sun over the next two, so be it. But I'm willing to give Sun the chance over the next two at home to Brentford and home to Norwich. Yeah, it feels like a don't buy, don't sell situation. What? I don't feel Son. great about Son. And actually... Oh, no. So you know, I feel horrendous, but who, who feels good about him or Kane at the moment, really? This is the thing. And actually, when the game was called off, um, the Spurs game, just from an FPL point of view, I felt bad for like Planet FPL James, who was actually up <laughs> up at Turf Moor. I did, I did feel bad for him. Yeah, and who was that other guy that I mentioned earlier on, on, on WhatsApp to you? I've um, got to bring his name up. Some American yeah, bloke. Yeah, his name was... Uh, Ken17 on Twitter, oh, Dallas to London to Burnley, 31 hours, no sleep, fueled by coffee, cheese crackers and more coffee. Um, basically, obviously, got all the way to Burnley and the game was called off. So shout out to Ken17 on Twitter. Um, great effort. And, you know, obviously a top Spurs fan putting in the effort there and uh, unfortunately not getting to watch his club play. No, <laughs> but, but my personal thought from a selfish FPL point of view was while I've got son and I'm not too worried about Kane, I, I felt like it's, it's a bit lucky which one holds, yeah. isn't it? I, I, like, I, I did a little bit. I felt the same. And, and weirdly enough, I was, Foden was not in the squad and I was like, lovely. I get Ben White off the bench for six points, which <laughs> I was lucky. like, yeah. I'm, I'm really, I was quite happy with that. Um, because I thought, oh God, if he's on the bench and he comes on for a one pointer, that'll annoy yep. me. And then with the Sun thing, I felt similarly to you. I felt, well, okay, I, I only had Sun. Some have got Sun and Kane, or some have got Kane. And I feel like Kane against Burnley, I felt I had a good opportunity to to bang this week. Um, and but then, then I realised that Livermento was coming off the bench, and then I realised actually, no, I probably would have yeah, just taken, well, we both taken we the both, risk. We both had Foden and Son, Son yeah. um, benched. I'm yeah. um, sorry, yeah, not play, and Livermento come in. So I guess we were in the same boat there. But yeah, I but, just felt like there was a danger that Kane could haul, and Son. I think, I think, I think and, it's coming with Kane. I think it's yeah, coming. But it, with I Kane. mean, I guess the thing we could is have... the fixtures are running out, right? So, yeah. so you've got, um, so obviously the next two are. are are Brentford and, and Norwich. I've already said I think the Brentford game is way better than the Norwich game. Um, only time will tell. And then after that, it goes Brighton away, Leicester away, Liverpool at home. So you've only really got two more games of Sun or Kane before you start to look at it and go, oh, kind of got a sell now. Yeah, uh, we're never going to find out who was right. That's the only annoying thing, isn't it? I mean, because I guess I'm, we were being quite negative and thinking, oh, we hope Kane doesn't haul. But what if Son had gone out and, you know, Banged in a hat yeah. trick. I know, and, and and the funny thing is with with FPL is I feel sometimes us FPL addicts do play the game a little bit, always thinking the worst, rather yeah. than as in always like, thinking, oh yeah, good. Kane doesn't have the opportunity to haul, rather than being confident and you know in the sense of oh damn, I didn't you know some yeah. could have actually smashed oh, I woke it. Up. I think that's actually playing the game for so long. I think if you if you're someone who's in your first one or two seasons, you probably would think on the more positive glass half full. Yeah, side of or if you're doing very well. But yeah, I woke up this morning and on the the updated rank, I was like 16k. I'd had a really good Saturday, and all I was thinking was I hope Kane doesn't score. I wasn't thinking oh, I hope Sun scores. It was more I hope Kane doesn't you know go off later this afternoon. Yeah. Um. So we got a question from Rich. Who's the next bandwagon? I was thinking about this earlier because. Obviously, the defenders got on nice and early there, and that rewarded me. Jota, I got on last week. He scored, what, three goals in two games. But obviously, his ownership, it went up heavily this week, and it's going to go up more, I'd imagine, before you know the Tuesday deadline. I think the next one might be... I was thinking it would be Bowen, but obviously, Bowen was benched 
think um, I know what you're today, gonna say. But I think I know what you're gonna say here. No, but um, Bowen. I was gonna. I'm gonna oh, go oh, Bowen. Wait, oh, you were. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, I'm gonna. Wrong. I'm gonna go Bowen because I know he was benched, but I saw that Irons was saying how it was because midweek Antonio was rested, so he benched Bowen. And I think because so, I've got Antonio, it? I'm benching Antonio each week. I'd quite like when West Ham's fixtures get really good. I want to get straight on double West Ham attack. So my prediction is the next bandwagon's going to be to go heavy on on the West Ham attackers, a bit like we did, you know, back in, in game 16. week one. Yeah, in 16, in game week 16. In, in, yeah, I think you can Norwich, go 16 or you can go Watford. a bit later. Yeah. So, yeah, like there's a there's a few entry points, really. You'd, I don't think you have to go straight on in 16. You could wait till after, because that's at Turf Moor. It's not an easy place to go. Plus, it might snow. Um, then you've got Arsenal no, away. So I think um, from you know, game week 18, Norwich oh, sorry, at home. Sorry, 18. Sorry, I misread that. Yeah, 18. Yeah, OK. So you think you, what you're saying is you're going to hold Antonio and then chuck in a midfielder with him in 18. It looks like the perfect Rafinha replacement. Um, oh, oh yeah. completely. Yeah. But it's just a question of whether you are willing to be patient and hold Antonio for the next four. Definitely, because I, I can bench him. Because I'm because I'm rotating him and Pukki. I don't really like need to, you know. I'm not I'm not too stressed about him to be honest. I like holding Antonio. When I sold Antonio when he was suspended early in the season, I'd made a mistake and I got lucky that he didn't haul that many times before I got him back. So yeah, I'm pretty much going to hold him. Fair days. Okay, next bandwagon. I I thought you were going to say Gundogan. I don't know why. <laughs> He's what I'm just, looking at actually because yeah. of Luke um, Disable. He suggested him on a video because it, it's like a pimp my team series and he mm. looked at my team and suggested Gundogan he's another one but yeah sorry continue <laughs> who did he suggest him for it was the interesting one I can't remember I, can't remember, no. I, I, remember. I, I don't I don't know why I expected that I just saw obviously he got a goal and assist three bonus points today we know what he was like about KDB last season I don't think he's playing the same role as he was then, he was like way more forward, way more attacking. Um, but, you know, 7.2 million, fairly nailed on penalties. Incredible fixtures, played 90 minutes the last three games. There's a lot of things to like there. Mm. Um, a lot of people are talking about Bernardo Silva. The guy will never be an FPL asset for me. He's, he's, he's a footballer that's an incredible player but not an FPL asset for me. And there's a few out there. Like, I think the reason I'm not completely sure on that yet is obviously, I think we both like Foden the most as a City midfielder. Yeah, it's and it's direct, whether we want right? to go three, because if you've got Cancelo as well, would you want three Man City players? Possibly. Um, oh God, yeah, why not? I think you'd need not your bench in a bit, a bit more order. Yeah, but they're all going to come on anyway. Even if, 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 you, went, mm. if you went for three City, if you went for like Gundogan... Bernardo, whatever, and Cancelo. Okay, Cancelo may not come on, but right now I can't see him being benched at all. He's, he's one. He's one of their best players, week in week out. He's massively improved his defending, and I can't see. If, if anything, I can see Zinchenko playing and Cancelo playing right back and giving Walker a, a bit of a rest, who's, who's a bit older. But I, I can't see him at the moment getting benched and. I think when it comes to midfielders, I think most of them will come on. I don't think they're 90 or zero. I don't think we've got such a nice position as that. And I just think the only thing that puts me off the centre midfielders, Bernardo and Gundogan, and again, of course, they're not benching Bernardo at the moment. And Pep's even come out and said he's undroppable. I mean, the guy's played 90 minutes, eight games in a row in the Premier League. Um, But it's, it's that there's quite a bit of competition there. Like, KDB is KDB, and when he comes back, one of them will drop out every mm, game. Also, it kind of goes back to the point I made earlier about you know people trying you know this is a, that was a safe time to get rid of Foden or a safer time because he had some risk about him. And again, when I got stung because I had Gundogan and Mares, you mm. know when I started the season, I think if I had Gundogan and Foden, it would be really hard to, you know, it's timing your exit as well. Like it's great jumping on them. And also you're stopping yourself getting another defender. Like I know maybe Diaz isn't the most popular player at the moment because, you know, he got benched and yeah. then he had a very late clean sheet wipeout. But you you are blocking yourself from that double up at, in defence as well. If, for example, like Alonso does get dropped, you know, for whatever reason, the obvious replacement would be someone like Walker or Diaz. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I, so I, I like it. Works. I like it as a bandwagon, and maybe someone who's come off Foden, you could go to Gundogan instead. Mm. Um, so, my, so my one would be Gundogan. 
And yeah. Yeah. I think he's an interesting one who's kind of going a little bit unnoticed at the moment. I think um, the other thing I was going to say about it is you say you've got to decide your exit point. It's very, very tough with City because is, yeah. they can score five against anyone. Apart and from then, and then what if, Chelsea and Liverpool, they can score five against anyone. And it's like, you know, very tough to call it right. And yeah. that's why, like you say, when you've got those City attackers, you go, yeah, I'll just, I'll just have them for another week. Yeah, I'll just have them for another week. And then, you know, blimey. I mean, Mares, you said you sold. I mean, if you'd have been sat on Mares the whole season, crikey, you'd have been having a mare. I mean, he's got, he's got 30 points. Oh, yeah. And they clearly know. wouldn't have, have sat on him for that long. But no, yeah, I mean, saying. it's just, I'm just it, saying. It, 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 I see a lot of problems. Yeah. I don't see enough upside with it. Like I, I get going for one of them. Like if you haven't got Foden and you've only got enough for Gundogan, I could understand it. Yeah. I think going for, going for both. I think that's no, a step too far. You, you could be okay, causing yourself so problems. Because if, if you want, if, like with Iceman, where he's had Simicass, um all this yeah, time yeah. and he's not, he couldn't get onto Jota easily without doing a hit because he's had Simicass in his back line. I yeah. could see something like that, like, you know, what if Reese James gets injured um, and then the popular replacement becomes, say, Diaz, and then everyone's got Diaz and Cancelo, but you're stuck there with Gundogan, Foden, and, you know, I could just see you can cause yourself problems by going for a, going for a triple up you don't feel really, really confident about. And I I'd wouldn't feel this, like if you, this if you is the triple up Foden, to go for. If you haven't got Foden, I think Gundogan is definitely one to yeah. consider. But the, the double up... Yeah, it's, no, yeah, yeah, I'm on the fence over about Christmas that. as well. It's probably the worst time of year as well for it. But yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I think we'll wrap the questions up there, and we will go basically we will go quickly through our, you know, basically our transfers. So, we like we've already said we're recording on Sunday night. The deadline's approaching fast already. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of news coming out, but the deadline is yeah six o'clock um UK time on Tuesday. So, should we start with you, Josh? Yeah. Captain, you mentioned earlier. I, I mean, you haven't got Kane. Would you? Are you considering captaining Son then, or is it going to no. be Salah? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't captain Son right now because okay. I don't think he's just he's just looked way off the pace. He's looked right out of form, and um, quite concerning, really. If he rested um, though after today. Yeah, but so his little trip up to Burnley and back. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Just, I just couldn't go there. I think Kane's an, an option for for Kane owners. I really do. Um, I think, you know, Liverpool are putting three and four past past teams every week at the moment. But I think that the Derby's another game um, at Goodison Park under the lights on a Wednesday night. Rafa Benitez is a decent manager. Knock him as much as you want for how Everton aren't doing particularly well this season, but the guy knows how to put up a team and defend and and whatnot. And they've got Decore back, who is a massive loss for them recently. Um, I'm not saying they're going to beat Liverpool by any means. They won't, of course not. But I think it's a harder game than people think um, because of the nature of of what the game is and that it's a derby. Um, so I do think I do think Kane's an option. Um and then I think it probably stops there. I would say a Chelsea defender, but I just don't think we know who starts. And I think you'd only captain one of the the wing backs. I don't think you captain Rudiger. But Alonso or James would be quite tempting away to Watford. Um so Salah, Salah captain, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you tried to make captain. it sound a bit more exciting than the last week when we just saw like Salah, Salah, no, Salah. No, I, I meant I meant more talking about captaincy in general, as in in, in general, as yeah. in like when can we jump off of Salah? When is there an opportunity? And right now, I, I, I don't think we know. I don't think there is one really. I've I've seen some calls like on Twitter the last couple of days where, you know, Trent's been outscoring Salah. So people are saying maybe we should be looking at Trent more as an option. But I think my argument for that is Salah's only blanked once. That was game week three. He got three points. So I feel like Salah has the higher ceiling and I feel like Salah's actually been more consistent. You know, to only blank once yeah. in 13 games is insane. Well, yeah. to be on 131 points yeah. after 13 game weeks, it's got to be a record. Um, has to be. Um, 
I think it's more just when you're captaining a, a player from the same team as well, and I know one's a defender and one's an attacker, I almost feel like there's not the upside as if you were to move the captaincy to Cancelo, a Chelsea wing back, right. yep. a, a Spurs attacker, a City attacker. You know, I think you've got you've got to go after the fixture, not oh, I'm going to captain Trent over Salah because I, he might outscore him. It's a little bit of a hit it and hope. It is because I mean, even if Trent scored, you could have Salah could get the assist, and it limits the yeah. impact that that. I goal just don't has. think it's worth it. I just don't no. think it's worth it. I mean, I've no. I've I've, no. I've had I've had Salah captain and owned uh, sorry, sorry Mane captain and and owned Salah at the same time before because I was trying to you know be different and climb rank and stuff like that and I mean it, it was it was it was hard and yeah. I mean blimey the amount of grey airs I incurred in in those games <laughs> do you know what I mean it wasn't worth it probably be uh, probably live for another five years if I yeah. just captaincy on Salah um but yeah I, I yeah anyway Anyway, it's, transfers. Uh, yes, Captain Salah. Um, transfers, I think for me, um, I mean, rolling is probably the obvious one. I'd say in terms of players I'm looking at as mm, I could quite happily lose you. Yes, if we find out Foden is, again, a doubt, a major doubt, yes, but I don't think he will be. Um, and then the other one is Antonio, just because it's just about value. Um, it's about value and he's not proven value. Um, and I think for me, I get what you're saying about holding through and then going with the West Ham double up in 18 for those great fixtures, you know, Norwich, Southampton, Watford, and then there's more after that as well. It's just whether you can hold him for the next four. Son's, but Son's not proving value. No, but the fixtures are there, and the fixtures aren't there with Antonio. I mean, Antonio's got Brighton at home. I think. I think. I know Brighton have a you know pretty strong defence. But I mean, they've, they've only conceded home, West Ham at home. Brighton have only conceded more than two goals once this season, and that was City. Yeah, but then you look at like at the home games. You know, West Ham's home games. They they do look a lot stronger. You know, they they scored a couple against Liverpool, didn't they? Um, Three. They, they beat Facts. Tottenham one nil. At home, yeah. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't want to sell Antonio. I, I mean, I suspect you're going to roll. <laughs> and you think, and you think Antonio starts this week? I hope so, because I mean, he had Even rest, and he had well rest in, in Europe. Yeah, and I was just thinking about Bowen being benched. That was all. No, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd imagine so. It's one of these hard things, isn't it? Because we're recording so, like, the game weeks, like, it almost feels like it's barely finished. I mean, it has barely finished. And we're already thinking about the next game week. So obviously there's going to be press conferences. Um, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say my I'd say yeah I, I, my my intention is to roll unless Foden is is looking very doubtful, which I doubt, or we get some inkling from David Moyes that Antonio, you know I don't know he says some quote about his fitness or something, but even. Mm. I'd be tempted to to lose him and just take the money and 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 then spend it next week. What with Foden? With Antonio. Oh, with Antonio. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah fair enough. I just the think it's player, the only play, the only player I'd move Foden to right now is Jota. I wouldn't. I wouldn't move him to anyone else, and it'd only be if he was injured. I was going to say. So you're just going to go on without Jota because obviously he was the high scorer yeah. this week. So a lot of people might be wondering that. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for now, and I think that'll be my son exit route in uh, in game week sixteen. You're so calm. I think a lot of people might appreciate that, people without Jota. Um, unless Jota hauls and they follow your lead and then <laughs> maybe not so it's, it's, it's one game though. Like, yep. you know, um, and I don't know. I just I just think the fixtures aren't that incredible for the next two. So Everton away, Wolves away. I mean, you know. that people were saying the Arsenal game was not a good fixture and they won 4-0. No, no. But, <laughs> but I guess they're away from Anfield, so that's something they, you know, Liverpool do look, you know, almost unbeatable at Anfield. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we move on to mine then. So I mean, I think Salah captain. I'm I'm pretty locked in on that. Um, for basically the reasons we covered. Um, with with your captaincy. Um, transfers. I think I'm gonna roll. I'm pretty sure I was gonna, I'm gonna roll. 
I was almost considering changing my goalkeeper on Saturday afternoon. You know, I was getting a bit fed up with Sanchez. I know he then went and got eight points. Um, but obviously not going for Ramsdale on my wild card had cost cost me a lot of points and, until that moment. Um, but I'm not going to do a goalkeeper transfer. Last week I said I wanted to have two transfers, three transfers, because it's so powerful. But obviously the Chilwell injury changed that. So I'm ju- I'm going to try and roll. Um, if Foden's ruled out, I'll just bench him because I've got a bit of a bench headache at the moment. Um, I'm torn between. So Rafinha, Leeds didn't look that great. Home to Palace. Palace are a, a little worse away from home as well. Um, but then I've got Pookie for reasons we mentioned, you know, away to Newcastle. I like that as well. So if Foden's injured or out for this game, it, it lets me play Pookie and Rafinha. So you're playing um, Antonio this week? Yeah, I'm 100% playing Antonio. Okay. Yeah, home to Brighton. Right. So your, your choice is Rafinha or Pookie? Yeah. Wow, that's tough. Yeah, no, it is. It is tough. Um, really I'm, tough. I'm sort of hoping there is a bit of rotation for that reason. I think there, I think there will be. I feel like this just whether you get players that cameo. Yes, that's exactly like, it. Rich so I can't, James, like, okay. you know, if you if people are thinking, oh yeah, Reese James will miss out in midweek against Watford, like, he there's a very very good chance he cameos. That's the thing. Okay. So I can't when I'm making the decision, I can't rely on it. And I was looking at a few different things. Like, I mean. I don't want to base my decisions on effective ownership, but at my, at my rank, you know, Pookie's 2%, whereas Rafinha's like, I can't remember, like 35, 40%. So I guess the sensible thing to do would be to bench Pookie. But I think he might be the better option, but then Rafinha's at home, Pookie's away. Mate, I'd play, I'd play Pookie over Antonio if I was you. Yeah. Newcastle but the most again, would team I play Rafinha league. over Antonio? bit of a tougher call See, I, I, I don't want to bench Antonio I would say out of those three Pookie's the better option than Rafina and Antonio I would wow. say I didn't think you'd say that <laughs> yeah new, yeah Newcastle are, are, you know they're going to be at home they're going to be like right it's is, a, is Eddie Howe's first it is, game it is because a he obviously massive game as well it's a six home point against Norwich yeah absolutely huge game and I think that yeah, he'd be out of those three. I'd go Pookie number one to be on the pitch, and then my decision would be: if, do I play Rafina or Antonio? That personally wow. is what I'd say. See, I felt like Antonio was a no-brainer at home to Brighton. Okay, you've made me more confused now, Josh. Um, <laughs> I guess we're going to leave it there. Um, you know, I've got a lot to think about now, but I'm, I'm not going to do any transfers. I'm a captain set, so it's a minor be, bench um, headache. And if Foden's ruled out, that makes there's no decision to make. Well, the other thing is as well is, is if, if if Alonso is rotated because he will be more of a ninety or zero. Yes, true. I just true. don't I don't see them both getting rotated. I don't think he he'd would he would he go no James and Alonso in one game? Watford have been decent recently. Tell I, me, I think, mate. I guess it's as for La Quetta, it's, I don't it's know, weird. Mate. He's, he's harder to call them Pep at the moment. Yeah, um, no, he is. I, I'm, I, I'm happy with those two at the moment. And it's why, actually, I, I mean, I could... So actually, I mentioned it earlier. I have enough money to do Davis up to Broha. But I do I want to waste money. like, money. Six, like you, 0.6 million on upgrading my third sub? You've got four premium defenders. Yep. And to go up to Broha would give you eight attackers. Yep. It's just not needed. And but I could do it. I can afford it. But yeah, right, I, yeah, I don't think right I'm using now. a transfer and using all my budget. Having 0. 0.6 in the bank is really powerful right now because, you know, I could move Liveramento to, I mean, basically I could move Liveramento to one of the Spurs wing backs if yeah, I ever wanted exactly. to, for example. It's like right now, right now you can use that money because you don't need it for anything. But like I said, the game's going to evolve. The game's going to change. And all of a sudden the trend will transition into something else and we'll go, oh my God, we all need Kane. Or like, oh, my God, we need mm. Bruno because Ronaldo's not nailed every week because Ranić doesn't like him because he doesn't press or something and we need Bruno or we, or, or we want, I don't know, whoever. Um, Some, something I, something I, will happen. I guarantee you there's going to be a player that puts their hand up in the next few weeks. I don't know who it is, but I'm looking forward to it because, as I said earlier, I feel like the game's a bit stale at the moment. And... Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because there's never been a time when there's been a perma-captain that I remember in this game ever, really. Um, 
and and that and that the defenders are outscoring the midfielders and forwards probably put together I just feel like it needs it needs the template needs changing and breaking and I'm hoping you sound, you sound annoyed at this this template. I just like, I'm just I just want some players <laughs> to to put their hands up and say pick me, you know, and 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 we should get that with quick succession of game weeks mm. and high scoring games over Christmas. We should get that for sure. Some something I don't want to go too far into now because we need to end the episode because we're doing a shorter episode apparently. Um, is because I've used my bench boost, I might be wild card in quite early like I thought about that actually I thought about that I thought about you when it when I thought oh, we get the new wild card the, the second wild card the new year yeah. I thought but, but you rich uses it early because yeah because you can yeah. but will that not mess you up when it comes around to the double game weeks because even though you only need to have 11 double game weeks, getting them all is going to take up all your transfers that's some that's something else actually yeah I don't know I feel like I'm going to open this can of worms now but yeah so Ben Krillin obviously because the Spurs game Spurs Burnley game got called off. Spurs are going to end up and Burnley, I assume, would end up having a, a, a double game week. So that's something, and he he thinks it won't be rescheduled before twenty one. So I yeah, guess things are going to get a bit more no complex. I think it's I think it is only going to be rescheduled for game week twenty one if Spurs lose in the League Cup to against West Ham. West Ham. I think that's what I read. Yeah, there'd be two I mean, games twenty one. Yeah, how quick he turned around, how it turned that around. But um, yeah, so obviously people follow Ben Krellin already, but it's worth already keeping an eye on Ben Krellin um, for stuff like that. And obviously, people have still a few weeks to use their wild card. There's a few people that haven't even used their first one yet. But we'll we'll wrap it up there, Josh, because you know people have got to get this pod in. I'm sure they're going to be listening to many other pods as well before that Tuesday deadline. Um, and you're not going to be on again for a while, are you? Because you're busy busy having children yeah so we've got the second uh second one on the way um so due in about three weeks um so that's basically why i am um, sort of uh decided not to do the pod full time this season obviously being on the last few um covering for dave um but yeah i'll be i'll be back in the new year at some point once we've um you know settled in and got our feet under the table with having two children nice and, and good luck to you and yeah thanks for filling in um for the, for the last few weeks no worries um, mate anytime i'll yeah. be be looking forward to being back on at some point next uh next year in the second half of the season yeah hopefully too. we won't give you a full-on like goodbye again because you've had a you've had a few of those and you'll be back again soon so <laughs> but you've just got one more thing to say josh up the pod up the pod